Hey, Jake, you should do a bunch of Mario quips to introduce this episode. Okie dokie, here we go. Let's go. Okay. Wahoo. It's a podcast time. <laughs> oh, that was really good. Thank you. People are going to think that I just inserted Mario voice clips. We're going to get copyright claims. No, that would have happened a long time ago with all the crap I insert into all this. Welcome back, everyone. Finally, after a long break, Region Unlocked has returned. My name's Cameron. And my name's Jake. And if this is your first time listening, weird time to join in, but we're glad that you're here. This is a podcast where I, Cameron, talk to my awesome friend, Jake. The only problem is he's in Japan. I'm not in Japan, but we grew up as best friends playing video games, and that's the kind of stuff we like to talk about. And we're still here doing it, and we love it. And we've been doing this for such a long time that it has become an awesome tradition that we're very happy you have decided to be a part of. So welcome. Indeed. Now, we've been on a long break and we have recorded a few episodes. We got a few in the bank to uh, to come after this. We got some stuff we're excited to talk about. A uh, little, little hint in, in the spirit of a new Zelda about to come out, we, we are covering Breath of the Wild next, and that's going to be pretty great. But that's not what today is about. Today we're going to kind of catch up with each other, but, but also let's look at the calendar. As this episode comes out, it is March 10th, which, you know, has uh, become Mario Day, because it's M-A-R-10, Mar- 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 ten Mario yeah, it looks like Mario, like M-A-R-I-O. <laughs> it's great. It is great, and it's one of the few days that Nintendo puts games on sale, so uh, oh. check that out. And also, speaking of games on sale, public service announcement, end of this month, I think it's the 27th, the 3DS and Wii U eShop will close for good. So if there's any good digital things you want to grab on there, your last chance wow that is really good to know because i just got my 3ds out and uh tried to hook up to the store but i needed to do a system update now that system update is looking a little more worth it (laughs) why'd you why'd you have your 3ds out (laughs) because um i really wanted to check out some of the old games that i had because i thought of them and got all nostalgic like we always do and thought hey maybe i can play this game again and really get into it but Alas, other things I mean, get on the uh, <laughs> get, get on the radar. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're starting off. Let's talk some Mario stuff in honor cool. of our our hero here. So, hmm. Jake, how has Mario impacted your life just in the past week? Just in the past week, well, living in the uh, home of Mario, where Mario ultimately came from, it's impacted it quite a bit because you see Mario everywhere, uh, mm-hmm. in the stores, on the shelves, and uh, just, you know, in the media. I'd say a lot more than in the States, which is wonderful for me because I could buy more Mario merch. But <laughs> <laughs> I started teaching at this uh, brand new school 
last week that basically just opened. And so it smelled amazing and they had all this new <laughs> stuff and it was it was fantastic. And they had purchased several giant boxes of Mario Legos. What? Um, I know. And they were just sitting there on the shelf and it was break time. And I thought to myself, you know what? There's no kids here and there's not going to be for a little while. I kind of want to just like build this. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I was not able to because I ran out of time, but there was a cool Lego that I decided to read the back of the box on and um, had some more stuff than I expected. So I kind of want to buy it now, but it's, it's the, yeah, it's the Peach's Castle one. Oh, okay. That's cool. I'm going to look this up right now. Yeah, it was really awesome. And there were several others, but I didn't get the time to look at them. Oh, dude. Sorry, I just pulled up this picture. This set is really cool. Yeah, it is. Y- yeah. I mean, I- I'm not a huge fan of, of what they've done here with the Mario Lego series because uh-huh. it is more of like kind of building levels and not really yeah. the architecture of the game. And so, yes, this this castle does look really cool, but it's also just kind of just like the front-facing facade of it. You know, it's yeah. not uh, mm-hmm. super detailed. But still, like on a shelf, it would look pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I was also um, writing with my Mario pen, the one that I had the little Mario card on the back that people love. And so, <laughs> several of the, uh, my colleagues, they walked over and said, that Mario pen is the coolest. Where'd you get it? And I said, oh, I got it at Universal Studios. And they're like, ah, okay. <laughs> they, knew right, <laughs> they knew right where I was talking about. But yeah. that did spark a conversation about Mario Day, which was March 10th. And to my complete surprise, most of my Japanese colleagues did not know about it, even though a lot of people over here are quite familiar with Mario. So that's really interesting. And then I thought to myself, well, of course, March is not March in Japanese. It's Sangatsu. Yeah. So it has (laughs) nothing to do with (laughs) M-A-R-C-H. But Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it it was a really fun conversation. And it was nice to, uh, uh, I guess, do some cultural exchange because <laughs> yeah, um, yeah another thing that i found really interesting was that over here most people like they know a lot more about mario than you'd expect at least okay. the people i've talked to because yeah. it's just such a staple in the culture whereas in the states like oh mario oh that's that nintendo thing for those nintendo nerds i don't know about that <laughs> Mar- i'd say Mario is more well known than like Mickey Mouse. Well, yeah, he's he's pretty up there, isn't he? At, yeah. at least in the past it was like that. Nowadays I really love the fact that Mario has entered the mainstream culture as like a super recognizable character. And yeah. I think one of the coolest statistics I remember reading was that I think Mario at the time was the second most like distinct or discernible video game character right behind pac-man but Mm. oh you know he's passed up pac-man i'm thinking like since that statistic came out i'm wondering if he's now number one if he's number one (laughs) yeah i mean mario has had just this crazy impact on video games and yes like you said he's the most recognizable character and it's just so weird and i know i've said this before in the past but if you just just think about mario and how random he really is. It's just like, <laughs> all right, here's a guy, 
a short little guy with overalls and a mustache. And we just like, yeah, this, this is video game character. But I don't know if I was to think, think of like a, a game that would like, if I was designing a video game, a character like that is not what I would think of first, you know? That is very true. It is very interesting, to say the least. And that's probably owed to some of his appeal, which is the fact that he is unique. You know, mm-hmm. he's not a hero with a sword. No offense, Link. But that's <laughs> kind of a very kind of overdone trope. And it was at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about a plumber, a, a bad, stereotypically Italian plumber <laughs> who <laughs> is just you know, running around this magical land, jumping on turtles and grabbing mushrooms. <laughs> You're right. It's very strange. But when I was listening to one of the interviews from some of the developers, particularly uh, Miyamoto-san, he mm-hmm. talked about the big focus of Mario's development being familiarity. He's just a normal dude. He's just an mm-hmm. average guy. And that's something a lot of people can relate to. So you put this average guy in a crazy cool world with relatable objects, A, mushrooms. Mushrooms are universally recognizable as a symbol. Sure. Mm-hmm. Turtles. Like, everyone knows what a turtle looks like. Goombas. Everyone knows what a Goomba is. Everyone knows what a Goomba is. <laughs> like, I still, didn't know, I still don't know what a Goomba is. What is a Goomba? <laughs> it's, it's a living mushroom, I guess. It's a living mushroom. I used to think that they look like McDonald's hamburgers. I thought that they mm, yes. were like hamburgers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that was when they were 3D on the N64. True. They had that same kind of like shape, same color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's all very weird. It's great, though. Let's be honest. It is. It is. And yeah, I guess it is that relatability of it. But it's like, still, you think about other popular characters and it makes like animals, like like mm-hmm. Sonic. Like, that just makes sense, because they kind of mm-hmm. fit that cartoony vibe and all that. <laughs> and again, uh, alas, Mario has stuck through it all, and, and that's pretty awesome. It really is awesome. And it's led to some incredible games, uh, a movie that we're super excited for coming out in under a month now. And uh, speaking of all of his games, here's another question for you. What would you say is like your favorite Mario spinoff game? So non-mainline. Hmm. So a game with Mario in it, but Mario is not the central focus. I mean, he could be the central focus, but I'm just saying like not Mario 64, not Super Mario Sunshine. You know, those are mainline games. Okay. So, okay. Um, I might have to think about this for a second. <laughs> Let's see. There's so many Mario games. Okay. Would... Mario Kart be considered a mainline Mario game? No. No? Okay, I think I'm getting the vibe of what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> the Mario game. <laughs> the Mario game. Uh, Sorry, yes. I mean, like, 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 uh, uh mm, I can't really yes, explain it. Mario Kart is a spinoff, yes. Okay, yeah, all right. Woo! Oh. <laughs> when you hit a banana. <laughs> uh, let's see. So... Uh, you know, there's a lot of games where Mario is kind of like uh, just just a little Easter egg, even. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about um, Ocarina of Time, where there's pictures of him in the uh, castle, and who knows how the royal family knows about the Mario Brothers. That's yes, a that weird. would not be a Mario spinoff there. 
No, but uh, I'm thinking maybe Super Smash Brothers Melee or Brawl. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm only saying those like based on feelings of nostalgia. Do you do you rank Brawl up there with Melee? I mean, like, okay. So I have better memories with Melee. Yeah. And like that will always be like the core smash game that is like a smash hit in my head. But I don't know, that just kinda <laughs> came out. Uh, but Brawl was the one that I spent the most time on and the one that I got most familiar with where I could fight competitively. Mm-hmm. So like I got most okay. familiar with that system. So that's why I would consider it better as far as uh, me being good at it goes. But yeah. as far as, you know, deeper, more strong feelings, I guess uh, Melee knocks it out of the park. Home runs it out of the park. <laughs> Home, Home run, run bat. bat. <laughs> that's that's a melee, right? Yeah, yeah that it's one. an all of them. <laughs> so I don't know if I have a perfect answer here because his main spinoffs, there's a lot of those spinoffs. Like, I guess if you're to categorize them into series, like Mario Party, there's a lot of those. Mario Kart, a lot of those. Uh, and then a few different sports games. Mm-hmm. But to, to get away from that, let's, let's say Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Okay. Which is a fantastic rpg and actually gave both of them like a lot of personality it was really funny and just the way that they only interacted with people with with this weird (laughs) italian gibberish and uh and by jumping that's how they communicated it was very funny game and i haven't played that since it first came out but maybe maybe i should get back into it it's on the the switch now do it do it check it out and tell us about it okay (laughs) (laughs) let's go ahead and transition i want to test your knowledge here jake all right i've got 10 mario themed questions okay (laughs) there are multiple choice answers if you can't get it immediately but i'm not going to give you those choices unless you ask for them okay all right so which of the mario games came out first what was the first Mario game Let's it had, that had Mario in the name? Oh, the first Mario game that had Mario in the name. Oof. Is this a multiple choice answer? I can give you them. I would love it'll some multiple it, choices. It'll make it super easy. <laughs> okay. Uh, super Mario Odyssey. Super Mario Run. Mario Bros. New Super Mario Bros. <laughs> Well, let's see. That's a very difficult one. I'm going to have to go with Odyssey. <laughs> Just joking. Uh, Mario Brothers. <laughs> yeah. It's a garbage multiple choice question. <laughs> that was my crutch. <laughs> I got nervous. <laughs> In which game did Mario first appear? It was Donkey Kong, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Easy. But what was Mario's original name? Mario's original name? Was it Jumpman? Indeed it was. Sweet. (laughs) If you want to know your multiple choices, they were Spanner Dude, Paolo, (laughs) and Fabio. (laughs) You had had a great time making those choices up, didn't you? (laughs) This this is online. I didn't make this quiz. (laughs) Imagine his name being Fabio. Super Fabio. (laughs) 
I mean, that's oh Italian. <laughs> yeah, but like, that just, that has a different vibe to it. It does. All right. So we all know Mario as the plumber, right? Mm-hmm. But what was he before he was a plumber? Oh, what was Mario's original part-time job? Yep. Hmm. That's a toughie. All right, I need some multiple choices for that one. Gosh dang it. These multiple choices are so garbage. <laughs> Let's see. A baker, a carpenter, a dentist, or a poet? A baker, carpenter, dentist, or poet? Yep. I'm going to guess carpenter. That is correct. <laughs> a poet. Wow. Imagine Mario being a poet. Um, I mean, he doesn't really uh, speak in complete sentences, so that would be tough. That would be very tough. He would have to write in, like, his own type of prose. Yeah, a new poetry. I mean, haikus aren't always complete sentences, right? Yeah, haikus are just very descriptive in a very specific way. It just, like, tells you what there is. (laughs) It says there is... There is this one thing. Boom. 575. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. All right. Uh, Bowser hasn't always been a villain. In which game was he one of the good guys? Hmm. Bowser was... I mean, like, okay, Mario Kart, he's not a bad guy. He's just yeah, part of the th- team. That's a spinoff. Let's, I'm talking a, a real Mario game. A real Mario game where Bowser was the good guy. Oh, man. I want to say Super Mario RPG, but like... Okay. You would what, be correct. Really? Oh, my gosh. I was about to ask for the... uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah, multiple choice. Yeah, I think in pretty much all the RPGs, although I can't speak for Paper Mario, I haven't played those, he's generally not the villain. He might be like anti-hero, but he's he's not the villain. All right, cool beans. In which year was the Super Mario Bros. movie released? 1993? Yes, how'd you know that? Because I'm a nerd right now and I'm kind of embarrassed to know that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Uh, this one I think there are multiple answers to, but there's one more correct than most, I believe. So anyway, what is the name of the level featured in every version of Mario Kart? The level featured in every version of Mario Kart Rainbow Road. Yep. Sweet. Uh, I would say Bowser's Castle is probably in all of them. Oh, Bowser's Castle. That seems right. Is there like a Mario circuit in all of them too? Or something like Um, that? There's definitely something with Mario's name in all of them, but I Mm. I don't know if it's Mario's circuit. Okay. Awesome possum. Why do Mario and Luigi have mustaches? Why do Mario and Luigi have mustaches? (laughs) Yeah, this very iconic staple of the duo. There's oh. a very particular reason. Does it have something to do with like the programming and the pixel? Pretty much. In the pixels? Okay. I know that much. I I'm having trouble remembering the, the specific details as to why, but it had something to do with like the pixel composition of the characters. So it was just too hard to give characters facial expressions in the early games. <laughs> so it's just easier to cover their face with a mustache. Wow. Fantastic. What was Princess Peach's name originally? Princess Peach's name originally? Yep. Besides Princess Toadstool? No, that's correct. 
Oh, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, wow. All right, last question. How does Mario smash bricks? Uh, I, I, would, I would assume with, you know, excess force so that they break. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he smashes them with his fist. Yes, his fist. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, it's not his head. It looks like it's his head, but his, his hand is a little higher. Yes, indeed. That is true. <laughs> you <laughs> you uh, nailed it. You got all 10 questions right, but I think only to be fair, and because there's no month or date that really works for Luigi, we <laughs> should still honor him today. And let's give you some questions on Luigi here. And so okay. I have not actually taken this quiz yet, so I don't know the right answers until we go through it all and I okay. hit submit. All right. All right. <laughs> So, in which 1983 game did Luigi first appear? Hmm. Which 1983 game? Well, it had to have been Mario Brothers, right? Yeah, I believe so. Like that arcade game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm clicking. I think that is correct. Is Luigi taller or shorter than Mario? Well, let's see. Luigi is microscopic. Um, no one can see him. Yeah, he's taller. I like how, <laughs> as I'm going through this quiz, there's a picture of them standing side by side. <laughs> which one's, which one's shorter or taller? I wonder if they're Let's like thinking, okay, this person doesn't know which one is Luigi. You know, the one with the big L on his hat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Is Luigi older or younger, or are they the same? Hmm, that's a good question. Is he? Is he older? I don't know. Huh. My guess would be younger since Mario's the more dominant one. However, That's true. in that previous question, it said, is Luigi taller or shorter than his twin brother Mario? I don't oh, the twins. twins. I don't, I guess. <laughs> so let's say they're exactly the same age, if that's the case. Okay. What color were Luigi's dungarees originally? They were originally brown, I think. Brown? Uh, That's not a choice. Beige is a choice. That's probably it then. Beige. (laughs) Were they? What was his color scheme? Uh, Green. I'm trying to picture. Greenish. I know he's... Okay. Let's hit beige, see if that's right. right. Maybe... Wait, hold on. We're talking about when he was a pixel dude, right? They had a green then. Well... Because was he the exact opposite of Mario? Then they would be red. Because Mario was, he had green pants, red hat. Yeah, yeah. So if they were exact opposite, then he would be, I don't know. I'm picturing, I'm thinking blue. I think it's blue. It could be. Very well. But we'll learn something here. (laughs) It's not letting me change my answer, so we'll find out, I guess. Okay. Uh, What type of building does Luigi own? What type of building does he own? Oh, well, he owns a giant, creepy mansion. Yes, a haunted mansion. That's easy. <laughs> Which of the following games was Luigi only playable in a two-player game? So we got Double Dash, Super Mario Bros., Mario Power Tennis, and Super Mario Sunshine. Well, he's not playable in Sunshine. It was Mario Bros., right? Yeah, Super Mario Bros. Yeah, throw in that second controller. Boom. <laughs> This one is so dumb. Uh, What is Luigi's full name? Luigi Mario. 
<laughs> yes. Why is that? And Mario's Mario, name Mario. is Mario. Mario. <laughs> uh, all right. Name. Mario. Last name. Mario. Okay, what's your name? Luigi. Luigi, Luigi? No, Luigi Mario. Okay, how many Marios are there between the two of you? There's three. There's, there's Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. Mike! Mike! Up these Marios around the side. That's what great. is Luigi's favorite food? Lasagna, chicken noodle soup, pizza, or roast beef and Yorkshire pudding? <laughs> That's very specific. It is. L- lasagna, pizza, what are Yorkshire? Uh, roast beef. I actually don't know, but I'm going to go with pizza. You know what? Oh. <laughs> I would have thought it was spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> are you quoting the Weird Al song? I'm quoting the uh, the YouTube meme. <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where Luigi uh, says spaghetti. Spaghetti. I, I, well, I don't remember in the Weird Al song. La, la, lasagna. lasagna. Luigi, Luigi. Yeah, it, well, I'm saying lasagna. Anyway. version wait a baby version of luigi first appeared in which game Ooh, baby luigi where did we first see that's him that's tough because he is in double dash that's the first time i saw him right is he in yoshi's island mm. is this even a game mario and luigi nursery nap time adventure i don't think that's real that sounds like some japanese exclusive i don't know <laughs> uh, it's probably yoshi's island let's hit that okay and then Lastly, to celebrate the release of Luigi's Mansion 3, which year did Nintendo declare to be the year of Luigi? The year of Luigi. Our choices are 2011, 2013, or 2017. And since Luigi's Mansion 3 was on the Switch, then it has to be 2017. Sweet. Go for that. we got 5 out of 10. Yeah. Can we review these? Okay. It was 2013. Hmm. Not... 2017 so they retroactively made 2013 the year luigi's mansion 3 didn't come out in 2013 huh that doesn't make sense very interesting there must be some reason all right uh we were correct baby luigi is in yoshi's island his favorite food is pizza so you did get that his last name is mario (laughs) he's playable in super mario bros he owns a haunted mansion. And what color were his dungarees? They were green. Oh, snap. Dang. Oops. Whoopsie. Whoops. Whoopsie. Uh, <laughs> he is the younger brother. Hmm. He is taller. First appeared in Mario Bros. Okay, so we got six out of ten. You got seven out of ten with your pizza answer. <laughs> nice, uh, nice going. That was a fun quiz. <laughs> that was fun. I enjoyed using all of that, you know, pent-up knowledge of the Mario Brothers that I thought was useless until now. 
Now we can brag to the world that we know about Mario. Yeah, the world. You listening? We know more about Mario than you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Rise and take a sip of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Any any final thoughts to wrap up our Mario talk before we talk about something else? Mm. So, Mario is incredible, as we all know. And... I think that you're going to probably hear lots more about Mario, as you probably already have if you've been listening. So thank you for yet again listening to our awesome discussion about Mario. Indeed. And just a few short weeks from now, I will be in Japan with Jake, which is freaking cool. And I'll get to see even more Mario. Hopefully we get to go to Super Mario World. Or I guess it's Nintendo World, but it's all Mario themed. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I, I'm scared of how busy it's going to be. Yeah, me too. Because <laughs> I uh, maybe you need to be the one to look into getting us tickets. Yeah, we... I pulled it up a few days ago, and it's it does show that like that week specifically, tickets are more expensive. Mm. It's like uh, because everyone's going to be there. Yep, it's like the middle of spring break. That sucks. Oh boy, and not only spring break, but like that's the school's break time that's when school ends kids basically have what we consider our summer vacation oh my gosh so yeah the kids are going to be all there i'm so excited but i know we have picked probably the worst week to come but it's all right because it's going to be great anyway regardless be overwhelming so Let's talk about what else is new. I've actually been playing quite a bit recently. Do you want me to get into that? Or do you want to... What games have you been playing? Anything besides Harry Potter? Hmm. Crickets, crickets, crickets. (laughs) (laughs) Well, besides Harry Potter and uh, Caravan Stories, mm, Mm. that's tough. (laughs) Not much, it seems. Nope. I've just been logging those hours and making myself as powerful as I possibly can be. And it's wonderful. (laughs) Well, uh, then I won't ask you anything about either of those because I know that you already talk about them a bit in some upcoming episodes. But (laughs) I've got a lot to talk about. First off, at the moment, I am finally playing Resident Evil 3 Remake and getting excited for the Resident Evil 4 Remake coming out actually while, while we're in Japan. It'll be coming out, so be a little while before we get to that one. But it's going to be really great, and I do wonder how well mechanically it will tie to the 2 and 3 remake, hmm. because 2 and 3 play very similarly in uh, you know the, the way your inventory works. I, I know you are getting your attache case back in Resident Evil 4, but... You know, there's the like the mixing of powders to make different ammos. Will that be in RE4 or is it going to mm. be exactly the same as as it used to be? But either way, really enjoying 3. I'm surprised it took me so long to get into it. I think maybe it's just because I know that that game is all about being pursued by Nemesis a lot. And I was just like, ah, I don't want to be chased all game. <laughs> I don't want that stress. But it is good. It is good. Uh, My only beef with it right now is the police station in the Resident Evil 2 remake is just so perfect. 
it's so creepy and fun to explore. And, you know, you're in that region for so long to where it just feels great being able to clear each room, right? And to collect everything that's in there. While you don't quite get that in three, you do spend a lot of time just kind of in the in the alleyways, the downtown at the beginning of three. And, and yeah, you do get to uh, collect a lot of treasures and, and puzzles and things like that. But it's a lot more quickly paced. I can tell, I can already tell it's a shorter game and it's very actiony in terms of it throws more enemies at you, but also a lot more ammo at you does not have the same survivally feel that two did. Cause again, two, you, you are always three bullets short, like in every encounter. And so you had to figure out how do I navigate this situation while so far in three, I have, killed so many zombies and I've never run out of ammo. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Feelings of power. Yeah, it is great. But, um, so how'd you feel about playing these? Cause you played them kind of back to back or at least really close together. Yeah, pretty close. I play, I played a two first and then three. They're both really good games. So yeah, I, I did play two first and then three afterwards Mm-hmm. But, like, enough time had passed between playing both of them to where, like, I kind of had a fresh start and I could see them both for individual games and not really mm-hmm. compare them to each other. And that really helped. And it yeah. really helped me appreciate the value of both of them because I loved both of them. And I would probably put them on, like, equal tiers. Mm-hmm. Like you said, the police station in two was quite nice. And then being chased around, it just it had that perfect vibe. And I really did enjoy that. And I like to go back and play that one a few times, which I have, and I still do. But three, it was different. It felt, mm, I don't really know how to explain it. It felt a little more open. It felt like a little more uh, stressful in some regards because I kept dying and I had a harder time beating it. I don't know why. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I hate you. You, if you die in the same place, just like two, maybe three times, it pops up. Like, do you want to play on assisted mode? And it's like, calm calm down game. Like, give me a chance. (sighs) That's as bad as when you're trying to like beat a puzzle in a game and you're taking too long because you're looking at other things. So then the character starts saying like, wouldn't it be great if I did this? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like, no, just shut up. I'm not doing the puzzle right now. I'm doing something else. But anyway, uh, yeah, the the hospital level in three really took it from me. I'm not there yet. Uh, Which there is there is none. (laughs) So currently where I am, it just switched to Carlos actually in the police station. Okay, so fantastic. That's where I'm at. But uh, the Jill stuff has been great. I really like Jill and the redesign of her character model I think looks really good. Just graphically, the RE engine is just stunning. Mm. And it's kind of crazy that these are actually last-gen games. They look so good. They do. And even playing them on PS5, like playing the PS4 version on the PS5, it Mm -hmm. still looks amazing. You know? It's like you don't even need to upgrade it. Yeah. Yeah, it is good-looking. The third game... or. RE3 did feel a little bit shorter, I will admit, yeah. than 2. Does it add any good replayability, like going back and getting unlimited ammo or stuff like that? Uh, Yeah, 
I mean, yes, it does. Like, it's okay. not a game that I would just run back to and play 20 times, but there are people that would because they're mm-hmm. devotees to the game. And yeah, you can unlock some cool stuff, like some really cool skins, some really cool weapons. So it's similar to other Resident Evil games in that regard. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things about Resident Evil games is just going back super powered up and just destroying what was once scaring you. Yes, exactly. I've not done that with Resident Evil since I played 4 on the Wii, which years later, learning how much easier that game was because you could just aim with your remote. (laughs) With the nunchuck or remote, yeah. So that's why I loved it so much. I thought it was so good. Like, no, I'm just, (laughs) I'm just like getting through this too easily. So yeah, it's been great. Now, I've got a big game to talk about. Mm. I've got a lot to say, so so buckle up. I want to hear all about this, by the way. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so massive game that just came out that has been hyped for a while and has definitely been on our radar, but it's also a little controversial, and that is Atomic Heart. First off, let's get controversy out of the way. It's very Russian very Russian. Uh, Ukraine is asking people to not play this game. Or at least they're trying to get it banned from the Ukraine. Hmm. Personally, I find it as more of a gray area because it's just like, these are human developers. They have have nothing to do with war or anything. And um, I'm also just pleading ignorance for the most part. And that might not be the best perspective. But regardless, it's on Game Pass. So I didn't pay for it. And I will go ahead and say that's my recommendation right now is if you have Game Pass or if you can play this game for cheaper than $70, go for it. I would not recommend full price for this game. Here we go. Let's talk about it. So last week, Jake and I were, were talking and I told, basically I gave him the impression of like, I don't like this. I don't like it. I don't think it's a good game. I said, do not buy it. I gave it more of a chance. And ended up finishing it and enjoyed it. It is actually let me let me pull up my phone. I, I got some notes I wanted to say. <laughs> so first off, this game is kind of all over the place, kind of tonally and mechanically, where it has a lot of different type of game elements. Where there's some very focused like corridor-based missions. And then there's this overworld that's technically an open world, but you don't really have to spend much time in it. And it tries to teach you these mechanics of like how to navigate the open world and how you can manipulate some of the robots that are there. But then I found no reason to really explore it. And you're only in it, I think, like three times Hmm. in the in the big open world so i don't know how much there actually is to go see and explore and and drive around because i just beelined it to each objective just Hmm. continuing the game on but that is also partly because i really did not like the opening like three to four hours of this game so it is for one thing not even subtle (laughs) about how much it is referencing Bioshock. Like, (laughs) there are some direct Bioshock references in this game to where it's like, are you trying to get a job with with Ken Levine? Is that, like, what this is about? 
like there's straight up a moment when someone says would you kindly and there's oh my some other references to it where it just makes you roll your eyes but really what it comes down to that i really hated was this main character this protagonist sucks he is one of the worst cre- video game creations ever he is just a complete a-hole who cusses like a middle schooler the entire game and he's like just super close-minded to where there's all these obvious things and if it, it even steals quite a few twists from bioshock as well where again it's not even subtle where as soon as the game begins it's so clear that you're being manipulated right uh-huh. but he's just he turns just a blind eye to it and it's just super happily ignorant against it like he hmm. just he won't listen to anything he's just like no this is for russia this is for my boss who saved my life and my boss is like a father to me and no i don't remember anything that happened to me before he saved me but clearly he's got my best interest at heart and his attitude and the way he speaks and the dialogue in this game is so immersion breaking where any wonder that you would have of like, wow, this is a beautiful place and this, what is going on? What, what's going on in this environment it is ruined by him. And that's really disappointing because when a lot of the, showcases or when this game was like first announced was just a slow moving camera exploring these facilities, you know, with just like some weird Russian music playing and it's just kind of silent and you're like, this is weird. This is creepy. And I'm so intrigued by it, but no, his just constant talking uh, and you've got this AI glove that you're talking to as well. So they're constantly just expositing back and forth and it just takes you out of the moment. And (laughs) I'm going to, this is a a quote from a a review I read, but I think it's spot on. So imagine you're playing Bioshock. You've just gone through this beautiful opening. You, you come into rapture and then it opens up and Jack goes, ain't this some (laughs) like, (laughs) That that is this guy. P three is his name. That is him the entire game, oh and boy. it just sucks. Oof, that's that's rough. <laughs> mm. And then so anyway, it's a very long opening. It starts off in a city in the sky. Huh? Wonder where they got that idea. And <laughs> things go wrong. Robots start attacking, but it takes a very long time before that to start happening. Before you even get a weapon in your hand, the game focuses too much on melee combat, and it's not fun. Hmm. It gets better once you get some powered up weapons, but also the combat is just kind of weird where like, it's not bad. And you got this little dash mechanic that's helpful, but a lot of things are very focused on getting in your face. A lot of the enemies and I died so many times because I just got like forced into a corner and you just cannot move. You just cannot physically escape as these robots are just pummeling you. Huh? I was just getting frustrated because I felt like, I'm not dying because I'm bad at this game. I'm just, I'm dying because this isn't balanced well or something. Huh? And so I'm fighting through that. And the opening three hours is nothing but trying to open locked doors. Hmm. And that just got really frustrating. Mm -hmm. And so after this, after this time, I finally get through this big, long tutorial. I'm dying a lot. Uh, It then takes me out into the open world 
And then it starts trying to dump all these open world mechanics on me. It's talking to, it's showing me all these cameras. It's like, don't be seen by these cameras. And if you kill a robot and a camera sees you do that, they're going to send even more robots on you. So I'm just getting wrecked by robots coming in like crazy because there are cameras everywhere. But this is not a stealth game. There is no stealth that you can do whatsoever other than trying to map out where all the cameras are and go around them. And so I'm just like, I hate this. This is a terrible open world. Let me just kind of explore this a bit. Not immediately drop me in an area full of cameras and enemies that keep backing me into corners. And again, maybe I was just bad. But at that point, it's just like, no, I'm done. I don't care. I do not like this game. So I decided, since I'm done, I'm just going to watch a a story summary. I'm just going to watch the whole game play out just so I can have some closure to it. And so I watched that. I spoiled the whole game for myself. And then I was like, huh. All right, that's a little more interesting than I thought. So I went in and dropped it to easy and just started plowing through it. And honestly, it's so much more satisfying <laughs> on easy. I know it was, it's cheating, but do what you got to do to enjoy a game. Yeah. And, and from there, it does get better. It's very slowly he does start to get more inquisitive and and less of a complete a-hole, but it does have a a few interesting twists to it. And lastly, I'll I'll say the music in this game. This has some incredible music, but also some really random music that happens at very random times. But what really hooked me is you get to this first boss fight in the open world. And it's, he's basically the, main robot from the Incredibles, the <laughs> this big rolly ball with legs. Yep. This thing just crashes down into the arena and this music just kicks in and it's the same style music from Doom. Essentially hmm. just this heavy rock. And I was just like, okay, this is awesome. And that boss fight ends up being still the best boss fight throughout the whole game. But just the way that hits so hard and it's just like okay i'm in it now look at that it's that thing again be careful hog seven units are quite dangerous oh come on it's freaking adorable is great and there's a few other cool examples of music and how it comes up and there's a few parts where music plays too long and too heavy Mm. where it's like again kind of takes you out of the moment of like okay i killed everything and i'm just (laughs) trying to explore this hallway why is this heavy guitar still playing (laughs) but then it's got this other stuff that's like these weird russian remixes and i don't know it just overall the world ended up being kind of interesting it just the execution was off Okay, and it's got some weirdly sexual stuff in it too. That was just like, mm, why? <laughs> Again, going with this whole uh, middle school mindset of this guy who cusses all the time and all this. Some of it's just weird, just gotcha. real weird. But 
That's uh, my long-winded review to say, man, this game wishes it was Bioshock. Does a few interesting things, but uh, ultimately doesn't really stick the landing. Hmm. And a lot of it comes to just the dialogue and, and the delivery. And also, I don't understand why they decided to go with these clean American accents. Like, hmm. why not keep them Russian accents? Or maybe, are they trying to get us to sympathize with these more and to realize, oh, Russia's not that bad because they're just like us. It's the only person <laughs> who does not have an accent or, or who does have an accent is the German guy. There's one German guy and he's got that German accent for sure. <laughs> but everyone else, all these Russians, it's just as clean as it can get for the most part. <laughs> like oh clean goodness. American sounding. Wow. That's uh, th- that that seems like an emotional roller coaster of a game, and like a quality roller coaster of a game as well. Yeah, that, it sounds interesting. For it, sure. it is. I would just say, uh, you know, I hated the beginning, but if I had known that it would get better, I, I wish I hadn't spoiled it for myself because I, I do wonder how it would have hit me. But some of it just isn't delivered super well. Where just a lot of it is not, it's not shown, it's told, right? Okay. There'll be times when a lot of story is being told just between you and your glove as they're talking back and forth, but you're still playing at the same time. So I would just have to like stop. I would just stop in a hallway just and listen and read the subtitles because you, you can't go on playing while that's happening. That is such a relatable problem that developers need to figure out. That's such a true thing. Missing story because there's action going on. It's like, just mm-hmm. stop. Action, stop. I want to hear the story. No, stop, stop. Yeah, exactly. It's, oh, it's, one thing I did forget to say, it tries to do a lot of puzzles as well. And some of the puzzles are good, but they're also just kind of, again, it, it's like what I was saying, where it tries to be just a few different games without doing any of them that well. Like, tries open world. It's not that great. Try some puzzling stuff where you have to use your telekinesis in your in your glove to like move some stuff around but the mechanics to move stuff is not smooth whatsoever Hmm. and then they're not even actually implemented that much where you have to solve puzzles with telekinesis so it's it's just odd that is kind of odd like a almost like a hodgepodge of great and good and terrible yeah yeah, a lot of it. <laughs> how, how are the graphics? Are they pretty good? Like, does it look pretty? They they are not like what the tech demos made it seem. Oh, as usual, tech but demos. Once you get going, the environments are very pretty. The beginning is a bad example because you're going through this city in the sky and it's a lot of seeing people going about their day that we won't ever see again. And it's a lot of just these blank, expressionless faces, uh, a lot of copied character models. It's just like, oh, this uh, this isn't that great. But then there's other things that look really incredible, like the boss fights, how the bosses will move crazy fast around you and have like this motion blur and almost seem like they should be kind of in a cutscene the way they're moving, but it is pretty. I will say it 
probably would look just as good on a past gen console. Like it doesn't seem next gen. I was surprised when I opened up my settings because I played it on PC and I was playing on ultimate or atomic as it's atomic cards. So I was playing on atomic settings <laughs> and it wasn't even maxing out my graphics card at all. Wow. And then I looked it up and the graphics card you need to run it on max settings is one generation older than mine. And I was like, Oh, okay. So any computer will run this. Yours will run it pretty well. I would recommend you finally need to get game pass on your PC on your laptop. You're missing out on so many good games that you can be playing for just a monthly fee. And this I think would be, is a, a good reason to finally get game pass because <laughs> It's worth paying that cheap price, even if you only keep it a month. But then you actually dig in and realize, oh, there's a lot of cool stuff to play here. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. But uh, th- that would take away time from my uh, 3D arts and my uh, Titanic demo <laughs> models. <laughs> what? I-, I was I was an early investor in this group that's like recreating the Titanic, like basically rivet for rivet, like it, as it was. And they're always releasing these new things, and they're very high-demanding. Well, uh, hold on, back up. What? <laughs> so, like, this this company is, like, modeling the Titanic. They're making this game that's based on the Titanic. And oh, okay. Yeah, so, like, they're always releasing, like, these new uh, versions of the ship that you can explore. Uh-huh. And um, each one is, like, different from the last. And it's extremely demanding. <laughs> so... <laughs> Like very very demanding graphics. Okay. Yeah, it's just kind of a joke. Like uh, <laughs> this is what I do with my life. I don't play epic games. <laughs> Explore a three D model. Yeah, for sure. It's interesting. And three D art, of course, which is fun. Yeah. But yeah, but you got time for games. I do. I've got so much time. Probably if I just learned how to, I don't know, make my time better, or <laughs> manage my time better. But, um, yeah, yeah. Atomic heart. That sounds really, Hmm. I don't know. Like that's, that's, that's the thing, you know, you're, you're selling it to me in some regards, but like you said, it's probably not worth full price. Yeah. Would you say if there was an opportunity for them to make a sequel, would you check that out? Well, they have said there is DLC planned for this. Okay. So yeah, I'll definitely check that out uh, assuming that dlc is built into game pass if i have to pay for it then no mm. but it's it's definitely a good first start but also it's like there's better games than this too so it's like if you have money to spend on a game spend it on something you really want and and not this i don't know because hmm. i i ultimately enjoyed it but anyway We've gone on long enough about that. Well, thank you for that description. That told me a lot of what I was wanting to know. Yeah, I'll I'll send you a clip of that boss fight so you can be like, okay, that's pretty sweet. Cool. I think it's time to get out of here, Jake, because according to my clock, it is nine o'clock, which means there's an episode of The Last of Us out and I, I got to go watch it. You got to watch it too. Yeah, I'll wait a few more hours before it gets released here, unfortunately. Yeah. So, I'm excited. Yeah, you can look forward to that episode that we will put out. Breaking this down, seeing how it compares to the game 
It's going to be awesome coming soon. So with that, sorry we've been gone so long, but we needed a break and we're excited to be back. Oh, yeah. My name's Cameron. And my name's Jake. And don't pay full price for Atomic Heart. Yeah, Venus on 7. Yeah. <laughs>